It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, a wild Wednesday for you as the weather is turning lousy. Al Dukes, what a difference 24 hours can make. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi, Jerry. I am. Uh, I, I made my debut. Back on the CBS Sports Network this morning. I've got a camera in here now. I'm using my iPad for the camera. I've got a uh, computer hookup now, but I didn't have a computer monitor, so I had to drag out a 37 inch television from my bedroom. Cool. And it's uh, quite large, unfortunately, for a monitor. But well, other here's than the that, good thing. you live alone. No one cares. I do live alone. No one can knock this off my coffee table right now. Right, like no I, one's going to yell at you. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's good Good for you. Hey, good for you. I just tweeted out a photo of my setup today uh, So because it was a little bit different. And yesterday, Jerry, I did go running because it was uh, a nice day. And I did see a sign on the uh, on the path that I was running on. Right. What's that path called? Henry Hudson Trail in New yes. Jersey? Correct. And it said trail closed, but it was packed. <laughs> and you know why? Because it's been open this whole time, and now I just saw a sign that said trail closed. But it's amazing. It, it really is amazing. If you, don't, if you don't block it off, which you can't block off miles and miles and miles of track, then no one's going to – everyone's going to ignore it. And you're outside. Yeah. I mean – I'm out. I tell you, I mean, you got you got New York City opening up forty miles of roads to get people yeah. outside, and I know they don't want them crowded on the sidewalks. There's a lot of people there. That makes sense. Right. This is the Henry Hudson Trail outdoors. You're closing it. That's right. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. let's just ignore that because there was no way to really block it off. So yeah, well, just like people are going to ignore the boardwalks closed soon too. So right. I get it. That's right, Jerry. Tell me if you think this is a punk move. I was wanted to get to this in the warm-up show, but I ran out of time. Okay. The, the Kansas City Chiefs releasing their punter, Dustin, Dustin Colquitt. Yeah. Fifteen years he's been with the team. That's no, it's awesome. not a punk move. They won the world. They won the Super Bowl. He's got nothing left to prove. Move on. Right, you've got not, nothing left to prove as a punter. I would go out on a high note. You won the Super Bowl. Fifteen years with one team. Right. I don't Boom. think it's a punk move at all. They they hung on to him. He did a great job. We won. See ya. That was a bad job by me. It shouldn't have been called a punk move. I was trying to play it up a little more than it was, Jerry. Probably a business move, you know? I don't business. Know what, he, I don't know what his – I have no idea what his contract situation was. Maybe yeah. he felt like he was doing a big raise or something, and they're like, dude, you're a punter. Do you think their one leg gets way stronger than their other leg, the punting leg? Probably. I could see that, where they work out their kicking leg more so than the other one. Yeah, because their other leg isn't doing any of the punting. Although the other leg needs to be strong too, the plant right. leg. The plant leg, right, but it's a different muscles, I bet. Yes, that is very true. I wonder if he does like different, you know, when you do those weights where you put, uh, where you lift your leg up, what do they call those? Um, leg lifts? 
leg lifts? <laughs> Does he do different weights on uh, this is my punting leg. It needs to be stronger. Although this is my planting leg. It also needs to be strong. And I don't think he's doing one-legged uh, squats. You don't think he's doing one-legged squats? I don't. I, I think he probably puts the weights on his shoulder and two legs down and away we go. I always thought it would hurt to block a punt when those guys come <laughs> running in. Yeah, but I think those there's punters, so much euphoria when you do it. I think you're good. But if you were to stand there, like, if let's say a, a professional punter punted a ball. Right, if you're not right moving? In, right into my chest with all no right, pads well, on. All right, here's a good thing. I would be finished. You are in luck because yeah. Jeff Fiegels works for the station. <laughs> How about we have Fiegels come in when we're back in studio to have him punt a ball right in your face? <laughs> I bet if he punted a Nerf football and I blocked it, 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 I would still be screaming. Probably. You were screaming when Boomer threw a football at you in the Super Bowl in, the, in that uh, foam pit. He did. He smoked it at me. Yes, he did. I, do, I always wonder that like, when, guys, or when, uh, when guys block a field goal with their hand. Mm-hmm. That's, and they don't act like they're injured after that. They're not. I guess you're right. The euphoria. You know why? They're men. That would be awesome to block a field goal or like a, to block a game-winning field goal. Especially if you were up by two and it was like a 30-yarder yeah. that had like a 90% probability. Yeah. And you that would be cool. It. That would be cool. Although blocking a punt, taking the, like, totally smothering a punt, like where it hits you in the chest and then you get it on a nice hop. And run for a score. Yeah. Who was that dude on New Orleans who did that? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, the guy who now has... Um, Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh, um, yeah. his I, name. Uh, I know but what you're talking about. He had yes. that great moment, though. That was when uh, it was like the first Saints game back after Hurricane Katrina. Right. And he blocked that pun, Jerry, in their home stadium. And I don't know if he returned it or someone else returned it, but I think he returned it. A block, That's a awesome. scoop, and a score. Oh, block, a scoop, and a score, Jerry. I saw an article on uh, Awful Steve Announcing. Steve Gleason, isn't that Steve his name? Steve Gleason, yeah. 100%, Jerry. What a moment. Um, I saw an article on uh, Awful Announcing, which I love reading. It's a, a, I guess it's a blog slash website. Right. They were saying that there are cable companies and regional – or cable companies and satellite companies that want money back from ESPN – and places like Yes Network and SNY, sure, because they're not providing the content that the contract calls for. I could see that because I also think they're going to have a problem with consumers soon. Because I can tell you, if this goes on much longer, I might cancel the sports packaging. Oh, because they, for what? Like, what do I have it for? Right. Well, you have it for because you're at this point. You're hoping it comes back. Like we've been without it for so long. I guess. I guess if I'm ESPN, I shoot back with, listen, we're doing 20 million viewers on Sunday night with Jordan documentary. Right. But the problem is I don't know what comes beyond that. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. This thing has a lot of tentacles, as they say, this whole coronavirus fiasco. I always wondered that just in general about SNY and Yes Network in particular. Like, those those are seasonal seasons. Right. For the Mets and the Yankees, I guess. Well, uh, I think yes the Yes Network's a little different because of the K show, kind of like CBS Sports Network has true. us year round, and and Pinky they and Tierney and Rome, and they have the Nets as well, right? Yes, absolutely. So you okay, get, so they got that. You don't get eighty games, but you probably get. Um, you know what? I, they might do all eighty games. They do most of the net games, 
and then you've got the Yankee games. So they're pretty much covered year-round with sports when sports is back in business. SNY is a little different because they have the Mets, and then they fill up. You know, they take a lot of like low-level Division One sports in the winter, um, but, but they're they pretty also much do just a Met network. Daily programming, like with Salicata, oh, JJ After Dark. They hundred percent. They do. They do local daily programming as well. But in terms of games, it's the Mets, and then a lot of secondary and third-tier things. And I was looking at um, in this article, they had the rundown of what the average cost per channel is for the cable subscribers and the satellite subscribers. Right. And it was like ESPN was like nine bucks uh, a month. Um, yes was like six bucks. SNY four bucks. It, when I tallied it up, it came to like 22 bucks, I think sure. uh, a month. Well, I and they said that, that uh, some of the cable companies and satellite companies don't, don't want to give the credits because then the people will see how much they're paying for sports. Right. Sure. And if they're not sports fans, Gets yeah. to be a whole other thing, Jerry. MSG is another good one. Yes, MSG. About, they have nothing. Like, yeah, like, without hockey doing? and basketball, there's no baseball. Like They literally have had nothing on their network now for weeks, and if those sports don't come back, they'll have nothing on their networks until the winter. Yeah. You know what I'm not going to get a football season doesn't uh, come around? Red Zone Channel. You won't get that. <laughs> I will not get that, Jerry. I'm not going to subscribe. I thought you like the Red Zone channel. No, I'm saying if there's no football, I'm not paying for Red Zone. Oh, you're such an idiot. See, Red Zone's perfect. You only pay for that when the season comes around, if well, it's not part of your package. And MLB.TV is the same way, too. They only charge you for the six months during the season. I did cancel that, by the way. You did. Because they were still charging me. <laughs> there's no baseball. Right. Well, well, we have classic games. I don't want classic games. I'm paying for real games. You want real live games, Jerry, not the classics. Yeah, so I canceled, and I'll resubscribe when the season does begin, and I do believe it will. I came close to I was like, hmm, do I need a PlayStation 4 to play MLB The Show during this down quarantine time? So I was like, you know what? I could get that uh, from Best Buy and just go pick it up, curbside pickup. Mm-hmm. You know those are all sold out. Are they really? Yeah. Did you go to Amazon? Did I go to Amazon? No. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I think in my head I was like, I need it today. What about Target? Or Walmart? You got Walmart right by you. I didn't even know those things were open. Yeah, of course they are. Oh, they're essential businesses? Um, I got to get on that, Jerry. They are because they sell food, I believe. So I can go into a Target or roam around as well? Target has, right now, Target has... Um, either curbside pickup if you have the app, or you can go online and you can order everything online, and then they'll tell you what time to come pick it up, and it's just ready for you. Or you can go in and shop. We got a Target near us. Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, in Middletown, in very Middletown? close to my house. Yes, I'm not, not going to Walmart. Walmart to me is like crazy. Walmart's closer to you. It is, but it's, it's it just is a different feel. Yes, I like the Target feel better. Walmart is more warehousey to me. Yes, and you know? just like too much chaos. I agree with that. I I agree. It's it to me. It's way too big. It's just like you get lost in that place. Yeah, Target like feels I'm, more like classy. Yes, I'm a Target fan, but yet I can't tell a real difference between like Home Depot and Lowe's. To yeah, me, very, very similar. similar. Very, very similar. similar. What's closer to me, Home Depot or Lowe's? Um, to you, Home Depot yeah. is. Because there was a Lowe's relatively close oh, to you. Yeah, that, it was I believe it or not, closed. Yeah. Which I find amazing. Hmm. I might do that today. I might go to Home Depot. 
and yeah. Target to roam around with my mask on. I think you should do that. I'm just looking on Target. I'm going to put a beekeeper hat on. Um, a, oh, are you really? Yeah. You have same-day delivery on Target. How about that? I will feel like somewhat of a loser if I'm playing video games at the age of 50. Um, all right. I mean, Bob Dwyer plays them all the time. Yeah. He's married, though, with kids. Like, it's different. That's fair. You know that what I mean? Like, he could say, listen, I'm a, I'm a man. I got to, I'm taking care of two kids. I got a wife. Yeah, I could I could get away with it too since I have kids, but right. I just I'm just not into it. Yeah. What I do want, which I'm thinking of getting for the basement, is the arcade game Miss Pac Man. Oh. What do those cost? Um well that I don't know the answer to. I wanna say you probably get one for a thousand bucks. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm gonna look right now. Uh, that I would be like awesome to have one of those. Yes, I mean that's like my favorite game. Miss Pac Man. Okay, three grand. All right, maybe. <laughs> there are cheaper ones. Wow. They have some now where they're they're not the they're like the ones where they have a bunch of games. It looks like a stand up arcade game, but they but it's loaded with a bunch of different games and not. I just would take that if if it's if it seems like even if it's a smaller version. Like I wanted the tabletop one. Remember that? Yes. One? Yeah, where you would sit down. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's the a cool upright one. gaming one that I'm looking at. I can't find one for less than three grand right now. Would you put that in your garage or like in your you have no go in the basement. We have the ping pong in the basement, um, which also is air hockey, if you take the ping pong thing off. Yeah. And so we have that. We have knock hockey. I don't know if you ever played that. So a nice little arcade game would be cool. Oh. To, now the table, I'll tell you, this table one's only, you could do that one for 500 bucks. You got to keep it plugged in, though, or your high scores will disappear. Oh, that is true. I'd be all right with that. I'd like a Frogger game. Frogger is good on Atari. Remember that? Yeah. Frogger or Donkey Kong. I like Pitfall back in the day. Oh, I loved Pitfall. Pitfall was good. Pitfall was very good. good. But that wasn't really an arcade game. That was like a for the... Was that Nintendo or or Atari? uh, Activision made Pitfall. Mm, I never had Activision. No, no. Activision, they just made games for... Oh, okay. Intellivision and ColecoVision and Atari, all that. I see. And for Commodore 64. Here we go. I got a table game. Miss Mm Pac-Man. Galaga. Okay. Pac-Man. Donkey Kong, oh, that's awesome. Frogger, oh, forget it, and fifty other games. It's twenty two hundred bucks. <laughs> you want to go half, and you can come over and play Frogger whenever you want. Just randomly on like a Tuesday at four p.m. Hey guys, gotta get that Frogger machine. <laughs> uh, why is he here again? He's half of the Frogger machine oh. uh, part. That was a game I people used to love, and I never understood. Dig Dug. What the hell was Dig one. Dug? Oh, I do remember that one. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't a wasn't a fan. Yeah, that didn't do it for me. Dig Dug, Dig ah, Dug. Would right. you ever do that thing where you'd put your quarter on the machine, showing you got next? Yes, yes, yes. I absolutely would. Otherwise, you never got worried. on. But yeah, but my quarter would be stolen. My friend Rob, when we used to go down to the Jersey Shore when we were kids, there was an arcade up the block, and there was a game, an arcade game called Elevator Action. Okay, I don't remember that one. It was a guy who went, um, he was like a spy, but he would travel up this building through the elevator. Mm-hmm. My friend could play on that thing of her over an hour on one quarter. It was it was so annoying because I'd be burning through all my quarters waiting for him to get done with elevator action. And then you want to, it's funny you mentioned that because and it's different but similar. I remember going to, when I was doing Columbia Games, we would have the Yale-Brown trip. And so we would be in Connecticut and Rhode Island. And right in between, but a little off course, but in between would be Mohegan Sun. 
and you know we would go. I think we went to Brown on Friday for a 6 p.m. game, and then after that at eight o'clock we would drive to Yale. But me and my partner, this guy Dallin, we said let's go to Mohegan Sun afterwards instead before we go to the hotel. And mind you, I was still working with Boomer and Craig with you guys, so I was up at you know 3:30 in the morning, and so we go to Mohegan. At about by the time we got there after driving Brown, it was probably 10 30, 11 o'clock, something like that. And he goes on the blackjack run of all runs. And I'm sitting there at three in the morning, just dying for him to lose. Right. I like, want go. to leave. Yes. I ran out of money in a couple of hours, played for a while. He, and it probably wasn't 3 a.m. I'm probably exaggerating, but it was, it was at least two. And I just remember sitting there miserable, like, let's go. And he yeah, get out, me out of here. He couldn't lose. And we were there, and I made him drive to uh, our hotel because I was exhausted. And uh, yeah, but similar, a little different, but uh, but kind of similar. Hmm. All right, Jerry, what do you say? We're done. We do the warm up show next. Hmm. I, I mean, if you want to, sure, we could do one. And I'm gonna probably go to uh, Target or something to look for video games. You know what? I would like one of those where they have all the old games in one. Uh, one game console like the old Atari, sure. the old. Well, good but luck I, finding that. But I always have a feeling like your memories of that stuff from childhood are better than the reality of doing it now. I think a lot in a lot of cases, memories of past are better than they actually were. Right. Very true. All right, well, go mm-hmm. enjoy your day. I might do that, Jerry. All right, you take it easy over there. The warm-up show is uh, next. It was a pretty good one today. So. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Well, hump day, it's a Wednesday, Al Dukes. I'm sure you've got huge plans today. What's up? Oh, hi. I was coughing there. I thought my microphone was down. That was probably on the air. Did not hear it. Jerry, I'm doing. Um, uh, I'm setting up my living room right now that I may possibly be on video for the TV portion of the program. Working on it. I've got a lot of monitors around me. I've got a lot of computers. I've got a lot of gadgets. I'm probably going to blow a circuit with all the things I have plugged in over here. But we're working on it. Okay. Cool. I have, Jerry, a new segment called Clever Headline. Okay. Mm, I like this one, especially if it means Steve Kerr. It is not Steve Kerr. This is Clever Headline that I saw, and I thought, you know what? That's clever. Okay. Not generic, not easy, clever. And it goes like this from the New York Post. Giants Shane Lemieux says move to center will be a snap. Get snapper. it, Jerry? You know, I, I get it. Because yeah. he sta- will be snapping the ball as the center. Uh-huh. Snapper. That's clever. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's not e- an easy one. Like you the guy, you a headline writer? I do. I do think I could do that for a living. Okay, I'm going to give you tomorrow. I'm going to okay. give you a couple of stories. All right. And then you'll have to come up with headlines by the end of the podcast. Uh, by okay, the perfect. Of, by the end of the warm-up show. By the end of the warm-up show? Well, yeah. Or we do it in the podcast? No. So, wait. You're going to give me the headlines like uh, prior to the warm-up show? Or it, mm-hmm. how about this? You give me the headline Yeah. as we're heading into our break. I and I only story. have four yes. minutes to come up with some clever headlines. I'll give you the story. you got to give me a clever headline. All right. That's I like fair. That idea. Okay, yeah, because cool. I, I think I could do it. Done. Some we are will, easy, but that's a good one. We will test that out. That was good. Much caduce, Jerry, to whoever came up with Giants Shane Lemieux says move to center will be a snap. 
Can I ask a question? Yes. Did Lemieux actually say it would be a snap? Probably not. Okay, I'm just he making just sure probably that it said, wasn't a quote. No, he'll probably he probably said, uh, "Oh, I, I, you know, I can transition to that, no problem. That'd be easy. That'd be easy. Got it. Okay, okay, cool. And the headliner was like, "Be a snap." Oh, I got it. Because I, I thought you were referencing Steve Kerr because the headline is so misleading. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, because I, I, I only read the headline. Right. So I'll tell you what I think the story means, then you tell me if it's incorrect. Okay. I, my, by me reading a headline and scanning, I saw that Steve Kerr is plans that there's they're already in no-season mode, off-season mode. That's what the way I took it. Right. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh, does he, does he know? Does he know something? Like they're not going to play right. when I see that headline, and then you read it, and then you listen to him, and he says, because we were 15 and 50, our season was over anyway. Oh, so we're just moving forward, and whatever happens, happens. I mean, <laughs> oh, he made it seem is, like um, we're not doing practice. We're not going to. We're not even right. communicating. But he's basically saying we were 15 and 50. What difference? Does oh, it make what? If we come well, back or not? Yes, what difference does it make? Right. Okay, now that I didn't know. Yes. Uh, you know how uh, one of the hot new um, documentaries during quarantine 2020 was uh, Tiger King? Yeah. And you know that you, for days, were playing clips of uh, anybody who was anybody with any fame who was in the documentary had to distance themselves. Yes, like Shaq. Like Shaq had to keep coming out saying, listen, I don't know Joe Exotic. Right. I was acting like his friend, but I don't know who this guy is. I went to visit his Tigers, and he had to constantly defend himself, defend himself. Then yes. it was like Jay-Z and Beyonce once went to Joe Exotic Zoo, and you know, then people are questioning them. Well, now the hot new documentary, Jerry, is this Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. No question. And Tony Braxton, the uh, singer, she's now trying to distance herself from Dennis Rodman. I think a lot of people are probably trying to distance <laughs> themselves from Dennis Rodman. She said there were rumors that they were dating. She said they only hung out once at the MTV Video Music Awards. Hmm, and I she never heard is, that one. Uh, yeah, and she did not date Dennis Rodman. So she's yeah. backing, up, uh, backing herself out of that one. I would think, looking at the way he is, yeah. probably a good thing to distance yourself a little bit. Love but it. some women like uh, were into that look. Like obviously Carmen Electra, Madonna thought he was an interesting looking guy. Madonna women, went right after him. Yeah, women do like interesting looking guys. That's why if you're you have a hard time getting dates and you're very plain looking, I'll just, use... put in, <laughs> just put in seven uh, earrings and nose yeah. rings and then dye your hair green, and you'll be away. You go. Had I known this in high school, I would have went with a completely different look. Hmm. Well, you're 50 now, so that's over. <laughs> I would have got tattoos, nose rings, colored my hair because I had not hair. Color your scalp. Color my scalp right yeah, now. Could be, you could be you could be a trendsetter, scalp coloring for bald men. <laughs> for bald men, you hmm. could open up a, a scalp a scalp coloring shop. It could almost, you know how, uh, I don't know if you still decorate eggs during Easter with your yeah, a children. Bit, not, a little bit. It could be similar to that where we set up really large cups that could fit my head and someone, I get in a contraption that dips me upside down, my bald head into a colored liquid. Come on in. $35. We'll <laughs> dye your head. We'll dip your head right in here for and bald it'd be cool men. too because you know what you could do? Think about, oh, this is a great concept. Yeah. Think about this. Then you could then put like sports logos on their yes. head. If they're a Yankee fan, you could do pinstripe bald heads. Right. Oh, this is like a blow bar for women. 
Like I could get the Buccaneer flag logo with yes. the skull on the side of my head and paint my bald head pewter. The Patriot logo. Think about it. Yeah. The you just gotta make NY. You just gotta make sure it doesn't sweat off. True. But you I know think what if I'm you're saying? dyeing your head, yeah. wouldn't that kind of color your skin? I suppose, Jerry. It By could the way, happen. Anybody out there, don't dye your head. We're just being stupid. Or don't steal this idea. Or right, let's let me let's check into it first. <laughs> Uh, and more news, Jerry, coming out of this uh, Jordan documentary. Do you think it's a Jordan documentary, or do you think it's a Bulls documentary? Jordan, hundred percent. You do. I mean, it's it's about it's about the last season, but yeah. the whole thing surrounds Michael Jordan. And yes, Jerry Krause is a big part, and Phil Jackson is a big part. But the entire documentary is basically about Jordan. Even when they're talking about Rodman, it's about Rodman's relationship with Jordan. I mean, yeah, it's, true. it's it's mostly it's fifty fifty. It's about the Bulls, but fifty percent of it's MJ. MJ. Well, uh, Bill Lambeer was uh, questioned about uh, you know the walking off the yeah. court mm-hmm. thing uh, and all that, and uh, I love it. He's still. You could tell that Jordan is still angry at the Pistons, right? Uh, and the Pistons are still angry at the Bulls. Well. Yeah, the thing about that, and I am with Jordan on this, is when you've got Isaiah Thomas sitting there saying, that's the times, that's the way things were done. Walking off the court. Right, but then you've got Jordan saying, "Uh, actually, no, if you go back the year before and the year before that, we shook hands with everybody. So that's not really true. Fake news. Yeah, it was kind of. But you know what? It's not great sportsmanship, but whatever. It's it's 2020. Who cares? Bill Lambeer is uh, saying that uh, the Bulls are just a bunch of whining, you know, Whiny biatch. Exactly. Coming from um, a guy who played like a <laughs> lunatic on the court. That was, you know, I mean, you watch some of the footage. I loved it. Kicked the, out of the league. Yeah. I got to tell basketball. you. That was in, that was interesting that you could have a villainous team like that. Yeah. That were just smacking people around on the court. Yeah, and all they would do is call, call fouls. Well, we'll just keep doing it then. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was very weird is, and and the thir- uh, ESPN did a 30 for 30 just on that, that uh, Pistons team. Right. It's so weird looking back on that now. Like, if you would have whispered to Bill Lambeer that you'll be coaching women's basketball <laughs> back when he was acting like that. You're right. No You're chance. Right. No. He would have he laughed in your face. Right. He would have punched you in the face. Me, Jerry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's coached for a long time, right? Very long time, yes. He's, Jerry, a legend in women's basketball. Maybe he has softened in his older age, kind of like you. You've softened it. That happens. 50. That does happen, Jerry. <laughs> Uh, someone has put $10,000 on the Indianapolis Colts to win the Super Bowl. Okay. They, they've got 45 to 1 odds. That's pretty good. I was trying to do the math. $5? I was trying to do the math on that, Jerry. Um, $10,000. So I had it at $4.5 million. I must have carried a zero. No, it's four hundred fifty thousand. Because four hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, because if it would have been four and a half to one, it would have been forty five thousand. So forty five to one would be four hundred fifty grand. Wow. So you could put your five dollars. Right. Oh, see, I can't do the math on that now. I'm a moron. Forty five times five. You'd win two twenty five. <laughs> Doesn't seem worth it, Jerry. Low risk. Really, five dollars to win two twenty five. Right. Why don't I just put five dollars or ten dollars? Let's go crazy. Why don't I just put ten dollars on? On all the teams. Here's why. Because the team that's the heavy favorite to win, if they win, you'll get back on your $10, 4 bucks. No, no, no. Like, I, I can only pick the teams that are, like, 40 to 1 odds. Oh, you want to take the extreme The extreme odd ones. Shot. 
yeah, and, you and just do that. And just do a five five spot on each one of them, or ten dollars. <laughs> well, why don't you do a five team five dollar parlay for them to all win, <laughs> and you'll still lose. <laughs> uh, we gotta take a quick break. What? I barely back, got through anything. I know, but it's already five fifty two coming oh. up on five fifty three, and we got Boomer and Geo next on the van. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. Coming up, we've got another uh, possible baseball idea. I like this one uh, pretty good with three divisions. We will see how that goes. Al Dukes, what else? Jerry, have you seen any pictures or videos of this uh, Alex Smith documentary that um, ESPN yes is going to do called Project no. 11? I have and I haven't. I've seen, I've started to, and then I turn away. It's about his uh, horrific leg injury where he broke his leg. Yes. And I was reading it took 17 surgeries to fix it. I know. And he thinks he can still play. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, if he does, God bless him. And I know I don't believe that the doctors think it's a smart. I think it's possible. I don't know that they think it's the smartest thing to do. But, yeah, I mean, it's got to be tough, man. You he don't wants- want your career ended that way. He wants to play again? Yeah, he does. Seems insane, Jerry. I saw his leg look like it was purple. I, I trust me. I know he's. I know he's been working out, trying to trying to get back. I I don't see it, but yeah, you hope so for him. And uh, ESPN has a had an article, Jerry. I had this question myself. Where have all the lefty QBs gone? Well, we got Tua now. Right. I guess that's what sparked it. But that is well, true. Where did they go? Well, there never were a lot of them. I'm Boomer Esiason. Jim Zorn, Boomer Esiason, yeah, Steve you're talking, Young. You'd have a couple out of Mark 30 Burnell. or 32 or whatever it was. You know, it was never like you had 15 lefties in the league. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What about um, it's the same with um, barefooted kickers? Gone. That, I don't know what's happened to that. Now or, you're, the straight, or the straight-on kicker. I have a theory, Jerry, that left-handed quarterbacks become pitchers. Could be. Parents make them pick up a baseball. How do I look into that? Listen to Boomerang Geo, mornings 6 to 10. Moose and Maggie, middays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Beningo and Roberts, afternoons from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mike Francesa at 6. And nights with Steve Summers and J.J. After Dark.